All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Scalp Solutions Podcast. I am your host, David Santiago, and today I have with me from Miami, Florida, Mr. Taylor Perry from Taylor Perry Scalp Micropigmentation. What's going on, Taylor? What's up, David? How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, brother. First, I appreciate you for taking out the time from your busy schedule, you know, to chop it up with me a little bit. I know Not 100%, busy, man. man. I really appreciate you having me on. Absolutely, brother. Um... I had to, you know, I see you out there, you, you, you know, you're doing some amazing things with uh, scalp micropigmentation and, um, you know, I, I had to get you on here, you know, get your insight, ask you some questions. Appreciate about it, come up. So cool. You know, let's get right to it. So by trade, you are a barber. Yes. I'm uh, been cutting hair professionally in a barbershop since I was 15 years old. So I'm 35 now. So you've been grinding. Yes. For a very long, long time. time. Yeah, I, I picked up clippers when I was 13 and I was in the shop at 15, but they only let me do shape-ups yep. back then. Yeah, man. Started at a young age. People were in high school. I was already riding around in a brand new Cadillac. Awesome. Yeah, that's right. See, they don't know about that barber come up, how we always got the cash. <laughs> nah, so, man. How, how did you get into barbering? So I started cutting hair, me and my best friend in uh, seventh grade. We started cutting each other's hair just because we didn't have money to get haircuts. And uh, me and my friend Jose, we just started cutting each other up. Eighth grade came around. We're cutting everyone in the neighborhood. Uh, by the time we hit ninth grade, I was offered a job in a barbershop. I, mean, I didn't even think I was good enough, but the dude was like, yeah, man, I want you. And, and I started working. I got my GED, stopped going to school, started working full time. And then uh, Jose ended up getting a job also. We both became barbers, man. And that was it so, from then on. That yeah. Was, so, it wasn't something I planned on doing or said I wanted to do. It just literally happened. And, and what were you doing prior to the barbering, to becoming a barber? Nothing, man. Cutting hair uh, in my house. Me and my homeboy cutting and cutting each other up. So this was your first your first. We're 100%. Uh, I'm 100% self-taught. Look at that, my man. This was I went to barber school YouTube after too, I was huh? working in a barber shop because I needed that license. Okay, got you. So, so, and you, and you always been in Florida, correct? Yeah, I'm born and raised in Miami, Florida. So, how does it work down there? Do they offer? Do you have to go to school, or do they do a two year apprenticeship as well? No, you have to get uh, twelve hundred hours in school, no apprenticeship. Then you can take the state board exams. So, uh, you know, I cut hair for probably two years, you know, without the license. Um, my teacher was really cool though. I got, I lucked out when I, when I enrolled in, uh, actually enrolled in cosmetology school. Nice. Um, and he was super cool, old school Cuban dude. He saw how good I could cut hair. He was like, listen, man, he's like, come to do your book work at nine in the morning, clock in, take your ass to work. He was super cool. He never made me stay. I just did the book work and went straight to work. That's awesome. So he saw the talent. He was like, I'm not even going to waste your time. Just come here. Do what you yeah, do. He was like, you better than everyone in here. He's like, you don't you're better than me at haircuts. He's like, just go to work. <laughs> better than the master. He was, he was super cool, man. I got, I got really lucky with him. That's awesome. So, all right. So now you get into barbering. How long are you into barbering before you venture into um, tattooing? Cause you are also a tattoo artist. Yes, I am. And this is aside from scalp micropigmentation. Like, we're not labeling you a, yeah, exactly. a tattoo artist no. because of SMP. Like, you are, in fact, yeah. a tattoo artist. So mm -hmm. how did you, you end up getting into that? So 
again, if kids are listening to this, don't do this. But I got my first <laughs> tattoo. I got my first tattoo at 14 years old. Yo, me too. So, so I've been around tattooing basically my whole life. Uh, my older brother is 10 years older than me. He's a tattoo artist. Okay. Uh, so he went to prison for 13 years. When he got out, I bought all the tattoo equipment from uh, one of my buddies that's a tattoo artist. Uh, everything he needed. So when he got out of jail, he can go get a job, start working. So as soon as he got out, he basically taught me all the fundamentals. And I just started tattooing for about three or four years. Nothing crazy, just, you know, stuff in the neighborhood once again. Um, but I got really, really solid fundamentals. I know skin. I've done more tattoos than I could count, you know, that I can even remember. So when I saw uh, SMP, bro, it was like a gift from God. So you knew it was revolution. That's what I was going to get into. Like how, how you end up gravitating into uh, SMP? Like what about SMP did you see that took you so, on So, you know, journey? I got, so cutting hair, you know, we're talking 23 years. Obviously, I loved it to do it for this long. But I had that plateau in my career and I was just burnt out. Uh, wanting a career change, but totally lost. This is all I've done my whole life. What am I going to do besides cutting hair? You know, right. um, and one of my clients came in and he had S and P done. So I was so happy, but I was so mad at the same time because <laughs> how come I never thought of this? Okay. I was going to ask, what, what were you, you know, <laughs> I was so mad at myself that I never thought about this. You know, I always thought about doing shade and stuff like that, but shading with that wouldn't, that would look crazy. It wouldn't look good. Right. Right. Uh, but these little dots, these little impressions, the same size as your hair follicle. I was like, Oh, what a genius idea. Oh uh, so literally when I see this guy's head, I was just like, thank you, God. This is my career change that I've been praying for. <laughs> it was your calling. Yeah. I knew he was going to send it to me. I just don't know what it was. You know, it's crazy because when I talk to all the uh, the barbers so far that I've spoken to that that uh, uh -huh. came into SMP, we all say the exact same thing because we <laughs> deal with so many clients that are like, yo, can you do anything for my hairline? Can you do anything for this? And, you know, you got the hair fibers, you got the, the semi-permanent yeah, dyes. And when I saw it, too, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is going to be a game yeah, it's the changer. So it, it, it's, it's, it's awesome to truth. hear it from another barber. It was like, yo, why did I not I think of this? And, you know, one of my special, uh, I specialized in, in um, hair enhancements. I've done that for going on 15 years. So, you know, uh, us seeing scalp micropigmentation, it's the same exact um, concepts. It's just a little bit of a different technique different that technique. looks a million times better. Yeah. And last much, last much longer. <laughs> oh, for sure. Man. It's a game changer. So, all right, so now you come across SMP. You like, how the hell did I not think of this? Because you a barber, and this is what you do, right? You know, you were already saving lives and saving hairlines, but at a different form, right? So you come across SMP. 100%. Um, you come across SMP. What was it about it? Well, not what was it about it. When did you decide that you was like, you know what? I'm gonna try and take it to the next level, and I'm gonna start my own business. Nah, there was no thinking of trying. It was doing. 
I saw it and I said, this is what I'm going to do. There was no doubt in my mind. So put it like this. Uh, and a lot of people, I've gotten to several discussions with other uh, artists and trainers in the past. Uh, again, because they say, nobody trained me in scalp micropigmentation. I seen scalp micropigmentation. Three weeks later, I did my wife's brother's head. came out flawless. <laughs> and I have been booked. Awesome. Ever since then, we're talking, I'm about, I'm at two and a half years. So I'm almost at three years Awesome. of doing SMP. Um, it was just, the second I saw it, it was, it was a wrap. It was no doubt in my mind that this is what I'm going to do. That's awesome. I love hearing that. And you know what's crazy about it? Because I know around a, a different kind of uh, SMP artist, they'll hear that story and they cringe, but they don't understand, like, our, our, you know, the barbering background in us. It's just like we see something it's like, yeah. nah, we're going to attack. We don't got no time. So I had I had uh, three weeks, right? Three weeks. I'm like, yo, let me call this dude. He's a trainer. I'm talking to him just because I actually care about my clients. That benefit of the doubt, maybe. I should get training, you know? Right, right. Maybe um, you know, and, get the fundamentals. Maybe I am missing something. Just in case, because I, I I care about, like, my clients are my friends. Like, we got relationships. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, So, you know, I'm looking into it, talking to a couple trainers. All right, you're not a tattoo artist. You're not a barber. You're only, okay, you're a micropigmentation artist. All right, cool. How long have you been doing it? Four years. All right, uh, next same thing you know um and it's just like and i'm looking at it i'm like man i've done more tattoos than these guys have even done smp um and when i when i'm calling i call the uh you know three trainers and i'm basically interviewing them you know <laughs> and they don't know get screened they don't know shit about tattooing it works like it's all right but it's only all right you know what i mean right right um i mean you know I don't, you know, mean to like knock anybody or mean it like that, you know, it, what they did obviously inspired the hell out of me, you know, but it wasn't but, to your like, like, but they didn't, I had more experience than anyone I have came across. So the reason why I didn't have to get training is because I had so much prior experience that I literally do this with my eyes closed. You know what? Now, now that you bring that up, let me ask you real quick. Would you recommend now you knowing what you know mm -hmm. and what you seeing now in the scalp micropigmentation industry? Yeah. Would you recommend that, you know, anyone else looking to, to get into the industry go the, the route that uh, that you did? Absolutely not. So you I'm would one, you would 100 percent not. Uh, that's another thing. I'm not I'm just telling, you know, my story. But I, man, I got uh, an extensive background and it's for someone to do this from scratch without any background like I have, it's going to, it's definitely very risky. Awesome. Yeah, you know? absolutely. That, and, and that's why I wanted to pose that because I know you're seeing it. <laughs> I know you see this. Dude, yeah, that that's just one like... of the reasons I kind of get a little iffy about telling my story because I don't want people to take it in the wrong way and think that they could go ahead and try it because you're jeopardizing another man's livelihood that's already feeling a little insecure on top of that. So, I mean, I think training with the right person that's actually going to teach you and not hold back, man, 
100% you need to. Awesome. I like how you put it like that when you said with the right person, because there's a lot of dudes out there I see now. They just got the training, their three-day training, and next week they're already offering classes and they got Man, I train classes. on an average two people every single week, every single month. You know, so we're looking at, you know, two people every week of the year. And uh, I want to say 70% of them have previous training. So they, they, they just left out of there. They got their certificate. They're not ready. They're not confident enough in their capabilities to go out there. They need more training. So they're coming to you. Yeah, 100%. And I, you know. Yeah, you but, know, I uh, see that. I get those phone calls. I, I You know, I've I've done a couple. I've yet to progress into, like, the actual, like, just falling into a solid training regimen. Because right now, I, I really just don't have the uh the time and and the dedication that it's, comes yo, with it's, that uh very time consuming yeah yeah it's crazy like i said i've done i've done three already and i was kind of like yeah i don't know how i feel about this you know i know there's cats it's, out there it, doing it for the quick buck and i know there's dudes out there that are really pouring all the knowledge and everything that they yeah. have out to these guys but um i i just can't do it so my hat's off to you guys yeah slanging them. i appreciate it man it, it's a lot of work i kind of you know it's one of those things um they're like, I never said when I started SMP that I wanted to be a trainer. I would much rather just do procedures all day long. It's so much, it's a breeze. Oh, yeah. Um, but man, the demand is so high of barbers hitting me up to train that I can't, I don't know, I can't turn these dudes down. They're hungry. I got to teach them, you know? Oh, yeah. You're not uh, going to want to do that at the end of the day. You know, that, that's a good, you know, that's a good penny in the pocket as well. I make way more doing just procedures though. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, I, 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 like I said, I, I see you, I see what you, what you're producing. But I see like these barbers that are hungry and that really want to like learn. And I know how it is to get stuck behind that chair at that plateau in your career. Like I feel bad, man. I got to teach these dudes, man. I want to change their life. Yeah. Give them another source, another revenue or another source of, you know, yeah, that's dope, man. And one of the cool things is I, you know, I tell them, this is not a career change for us. It's a service that will change your career. Say that one more time for the hearing impaired. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> what I tell all the barbers that come to me that this is not a career change. It's a service that will change your career. Dude, that's awesome. I love that, bro. I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm gonna use that, but I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you credit. I'm gonna quote. <laughs> I'm gonna use that quote. I'm gonna do a little dash, and I'm gonna put Taylor Perry. <laughs> so so check this out because i just want to elaborate well just touch up real quick because you know i don't want anyone to take it out of context again you no, are please, saying please anyone you listen, are saying seek please proper do not take it training. out of context the reason you went the route you did is because of your barbering background and your tattoo background and you were familiar with skin and with the pigment, so you went the route that you went. But ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening and you are an inspiring <laughs> artist, do yourself the favor and get Please. good training, okay? Don't be just dishing Please out your bread to anyone training. for a certificate and botching heads. Because if you're in Florida, you're going to have to go see my boy Taylor Perry because I see you've been fixing some botched <laughs> jobs, bro. Oh, man, unfortunately, it's, it's a very high amount. It's crazy. 
Bro, it's so crazy the dudes that walk into my shop. I'm, I'm at the point where so New York they just stopped. They they killed the laser game because now it has to be under the practice of a of a a, a medical a medical competent authority, right? A doctor. Yes. Had that not been the case, you better believe I would have invested whatever amount it would have took to get good at laser procedures because I would have been making an. You want to hear something crazy? Killing. Tell me. You want to hear something crazy? I got so much botched procedures that I just sent my wife to electrolysis, laser hair removal, and laser tattoo <laughs> removal did. school. She just graduated last month because I'm sending so much people to the laser clinic that I just had her go get her license. So she's going to be doing laser now. That's awesome, man. Good for you. I, I had a dude down here in the city. He was like, man, you've been sending a lot of dudes to me. I just wanted to touch down with you. He gave me, gave, gave me a visit <laughs> in the studio. He was like, listen, can you do me a favor? Like, yo, you know, I'll, I'll throw you something, but just keep them coming. I was like, listen, I don't need anything. Just just take care of them. And when you, when you get rid of the mess that they got up there, just make sure you send them right back to me. We'll be good for with real. that. Man. All right, so... So now, what impact would you say you want to leave in the uh, in the SMP industry, or what impact do you want to make in the uh, in the SMP industry or in the barbering world? Um. So, in the barbering world, the the barber that has that really strong customer service, uh, really professional barber that has the ability to take his career to the next level. Those are the people I want to train um, that they're going to be successful and they're going to take this job seriously, you know, because there's a, there's a lot that comes with it, you know, cross-contamination, um, being transparent with clients, you know what I mean? Just, it takes a certain individual to really, it's not just the skills. There's a lot more that comes with it. Yeah, and I want to help so those much more high level barbers to go farther um now for the S&P industry what i am doing is i'm pouring my heart out for my clients and the people who i train i want them to get the best procedure possible the best that i can do and if you come train with me for everyone that comes i just i give them my all i give them ongoing support when they leave just because I mean, the, the S&P industry, I can compare it to the barber industry, how there's a, now a shop on every corner, yes. you know, with <laughs> a handful of people that suck, you know, and you got your really good barbers that are going to stand out. But, you know, that eventually will happen with S&P sooner or later. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, you know, I just want to, man, scout micropigmentation is just amazing. It's mind-blowing how, how good, how these results, how good they look. So just training people to produce that type of work. That's you awesome. Know? Awesome. And I appreciate just, that as an artist because, you know, we we need that because if the more artists that are out there that claim to be this proficient artist and they're putting out this horrible work, you know, that just is a is a black eye to the industry and Yeah, man. It's gonna it to give everyone there's so many awesome artists popping up all over the world and the s p industry is growing so big it's 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 amazing but just keeping it you know very professional and just keeping it at a, at a high standard absolutely you know? so so you mentioned about all the awesome artists that are out there already in the s p game and there there are 
Um, Definitely, man. Uh, there's, there's a lot, a lot of, great, of them out there. My question to you is: do, Are there is there any one artist or a couple of artists that they have influenced you and the work that you do? Um, honestly, the whole industry itself is definitely been a great uh, influence on my career. You know, awesome. um, I can't say there's like my favorite artist. Gotcha. I mean myself hey listen brother by all means you know, if you want to pat yourself I mean, on honestly, the back you can do that <laughs> honestly like without sounding like you know cocky i i like myself the best listen there's cocky but and there's confidence i'm just talking i'm just you confident hey, I'm just brother talking do what but, you um, do. but i'm serious um but nah man there's like dude you got like uh Jero and eric roberto those dudes are awesome man oh, yeah shout out to Jero, um, man. those are my boys they're dope dude they're dope man um there's just tons of people bro it's just you know everyone it's it's so what's so cool about it is every artist has his own little touch you know yeah everybody yeah, has their own little style so that's what's so something. what's so cool about it is uh for a client you know you got you know look throughout the whole country there's all these artists you're gonna find one that just is like perfect for you you know Right. And, you know, I say that, too. It's not, I know there's some people that they just want that one look, but what they don't realize is, you know, everyone contributes something that every artist contributes something that another artist doesn't. So, you know, it's to yeah, the client, 100%. you know, the client might That's like that, you know, and I, I, you know, you see some, some of these artists, they're like, oh, why are you always giving a hard line? And it's like, dude, that's what I do. This is why they come yeah, to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Oh, you know, Taylor, Taylor, all Taylor does is these sharp edge ups. I'm like, it's listen, like that's what your client I, wants. That's what you give. That's that's my culture, bro. Where where I'm from, this is what we like. If you're 80 years old, yo, they want the hard edge up. You know what I mean? It's I just that's, that's my culture, thing. man. You know, it's funny you bring that up with the age because I'm always talking about, um, you know, when they say, oh, you got to give him an age appropriate hairline. It's like, what do you mean an age appropriate hairline? This this is what he wants. Not in Miami. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we want that shit crispy. Yeah, I say to say in New York too, I have guys that come yeah, 45, New 46 same, years old. And when you ask them age appropriate, they're looking at you like, my man, I want it right here. I want it to look yeah. like I'm 20. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I'm it's not paying just, you all this money to give me a hairline that still has a sign of, of me losing uh, hair. on the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so check this out, Taylor. What What's next? for Taylor Perry and your scalp micropigmentation business? Oh man, man, I'm growing so fast. It's, it's, uh, I got, uh, one of my good friends that I've been cutting hair with since I was 18 years old. Uh, he trained with me for eight months straight and, uh, he's now working with me. Oh, dope. so, I mean, I'm at the point of my career, man. Uh, you know, I'm two and a half years in and I'm dude, I'm booked. I'm booked up until January right now. God bless you. Um, I literally like this month I have three days off. Uh next month is a little bit better for me. I got my two days off every week. But uh, I'm literally kind of maxed out with clients. So now my goal is, you know, to book uh my partner Brandon up just as much as me. And uh just uh taking it from there 2020s is uh i'm actually about to sit down and revamp 2020 and get a good game plan going um but it's open it's up another good, shop man. you think you might open up another location you know what um 
for me, I know a lot of people go all over the place, open up locations in big cities. And I'll be honest with you, every single one of my clients that you see on my social media flies in from another state. So I really don't need to go anywhere. Everyone comes to me. Yeah, it's funny. I was just having that conversation yesterday with, uh, I had that conversation with Jada Barber. I interviewed him and we were talking about opening and I'm like, well, I'm going to do, why, why am I going to open when I got these guys traveling already and stretch myself out like that? Dude, it's insane. Every single day I have somebody flying in from another state. Amen to that, brother. Cause you know what? There's Thank a lot you, of man. cats out there, you know, trying to do what we do in the industry and they're not fortunate enough to say that. So, you know, God bless you to yeah. put you in that position to yeah. even say that, man. Um, so check this out, brother. I'm going to ask you really quick. We're going to switch it over. Let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about hair loss. So you yourself have experienced hair loss cause you, you do have scalp micropigmentation yourself, correct? Thank God I do. Oh, I love man. it. <laughs> so <laughs> what now that you, so let's talk about, before you got the procedure, man, like what did your hair, especially as a barber, right? So now you like mm-hmm. this, you're the man that they come to to look fresh, but now you're mm-hmm. experiencing hair loss. What does that do to you? Or what did it do to you? Like, how did you feel? Like, what, what, what effects Shit, did the man, hair loss I had have? To on ba- you? I've had Beijing in my head every three days. I'm Beijing <laughs> in my hair. Oh, and man. then, you know, I'm a gym rat. I'm in the gym every morning. So yeah, I couldn't just put just for men on and, let the hair dye sit for an hour and I go to the gym, it's gone. Oh, oh so it just washes off? It's semi-permanent? Just I, no, but you sweat so much, man. The hair dye just goes. Mm. So Beijing it was. What happened? I said, so Beijing it was, right? Beijing was my thing. <laughs> All right. So so now you get SMP. Uh-huh. What role does your hair play for you now in your business, in your daily routine? Oh, man. It, my daily routine is just, it's so much better. I, I literally, I cut my own hair because uh, I'm not in the barbershop anymore. And uh, I don't got a Beijing. I don't got, it don't matter if I go to the gym and sweat, it ain't going nowhere. And then the people's biggest concern is what is it going to look like six months down the line? Or what is it going to look like healed? And you're looking at them. Look at my head. You know, um, yeah, there's so many, half the, there's so half many the clients myths. when they come in, they're like, yo, I didn't even know you had it. I'm like, yeah, that's dope. That's good. That means you got good service. So who did your, uh, who did your work? Um, this kid in uh, DC. Did your, did your SMP? All right, cool. And now yeah. when, when you, when you got this, when you decided to get this done, like when, when did you decide I wanted to get it done right off the right, right the second I seen it, but I just couldn't find anyone that uh, that was going to give me what I wanted. You know what I mean? Got you. So let me- I mean, because the work I'm putting out, yeah, you, I got to have work done very, you know, similar, just as good. Got you. I got you. So let let me take it back for you real quick, right? Because I, I forgot to ask you this, right? So can you just briefly describe like what it felt like for you once you realized? you know, that you were experiencing hair loss? Like, did it have uh, uh, yeah, like a very man. strong effect on you? Like, how did it make you feel? Uh, yo, it was it was like one of those things, like, my girl's like, damn, yo, you're going thin. I'm like, nah. And I'm looking <laughs> in the mirror, I'm like, oh, shit. And then I see like a, a workout video that I'm in, and I'm like, damn, man, I'm looking bald. And it was, it was rough. 
uh, especially cutting hair. You know what I mean? Like we, all right, they coming to you. They coming you know? to you to look good, and you, you know, and and I'm like, Joe, just it makes you look so much older. So did it affect your confidence? A hundred percent. If look, it was so bad that I would not go out on the weekend if I did not get a haircut in Beijing, my hairline. Wow, look at that. You know, and I'm like, my girl's like, oh, let's go out to dinner. I'm like, hell no, nah, I ran out of Beijing. I ain't going nowhere tonight. That's crazy, man. And you know, I, I love, I'm saying I love hearing it, not because I'm happy that you went through that, but <laughs> like, this was the, this is the whole purpose, you know, of this podcast, because I know if someone sees you and they don't know any better, you know, you, you can't tell that you got S&P. And if they see you mm-hmm. and they look at your Instagram, like, you know, you're doing your thing, you're successful, you're a happy dude, you're a handsome stud, you know, you're in the gym. <laughs> People don't, you know, the last thing that someone would expect when they saw your picture is to be like, yo, at some point this dude had issue with his confidence because he was experiencing hair loss. And, and this is why big, I wanted to man. do this because it's like, yo, this, you know, there's, I feel like dudes are just, so ashamed of going out there and and doing something for themselves because they're worried about what everyone else is going to say about them and at the end of the day it's like me and you we're average joe smoles and we got it done and we feel great so like you know what do it it's a game changer absolutely so are you familiar with any other hair loss um, solutions man everything man Uh, i think that the hair units i think are amazing i think they look great dude um and you know, it's one of those things I really wanted to start doing the hair units uh, because I do think they look amazing. Yeah, I told you the first time we spoke, brother. That's the wave, man. Yeah. Um, it just, I got so busy with SMP, I just couldn't, I didn't have time to do it. Um, but I just think there's something for everybody. Not everybody wants. A shaved head a lot of guys want longer hair I agree um and i you know i think everything has its place i think units for somebody that that can handle the maintenance and they want just they want to have longer hair they don't want to have a shaved head i think units are awesome they look great um there's so many different routes even all right as a barber uh i've always been against hair transplants how come okay because I've only seen horrible, horrible work my whole entire career up until lately. Um, lately, I have been coming across several people that ha- actually have had some good procedures done and with very minimal uh, scarring. So I think I'm coming to the conclusion with the hair transplant itself, when it's done by the right doctor and these doctors, you can consider them an artist. If it's done by the right guy, you can have a successful procedure if you're a candidate. Right, right, right. And you know what's crazy? Like the more I do research into um, the hair transplant surgery, I did not know that there are groups out there that they actually have doctors pledge that they themselves, the actual doctor themselves would be administering the procedure. I didn't know that, you know, there were there were men and women going into these hair transplant um, mm-hmm. facilities and they're paying for it. And the doctor himself is not the one administering the procedure. Like no. it's a technician. No, I did not, not yeah, know that. It's just some technician that they that works under the doctor. I don't yeah, even think they have any degrees. Yeah, no, they don't. They, 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 yeah. it's, a, it's a simple certification. And I did not know that. You know how I knew it was a simple certification? Because I've had 
a couple. I found this out last year myself. Yeah, I had a couple of them in uh, over here in New York that hit me up and it was like, hey, do you do training? And I was like, no, I really don't right now. I can't. And they were like, listen, I'm willing to teach you everything that I know as a hair transplant technician. And you'll now be able to move forward in your career and offer yeah. that as a service. So I'm like, I don't need college. I don't need this. Nothing. They was like, yeah, no, absolutely not. So I was like, you know, I'm not knocking them, but I was just like, holy shit. Like, you know, I didn't know. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I Once I found this out a year ago, I'm like, yo. I could do transplants oh. better than these fucking guys. <laughs> I'm in. I start you doing like, this too. You were like, I'm in, right? Yeah. So I, I, you know, I didn't know that, but and like I said, you know, when you were saying when done by, uh, you know, it's got to be done by a, a competent doctor. I did not know yeah, that man. there are uh, hair surgeons out there that, uh, you know, they have this pledge of like, you know what? If you come to me, I am gonna administer this procedure myself. So, yeah, man. If they do it right, and especially now with the FUE, um. But again, man, the thing I got against these guys is they don't tell you if you're not a candidate. You could be <laughs> totally bald. I mean, you could be like what a Norwood five, and they'll be like, "Yeah, you can get the hair transplant. They take your ten grand, knowing damn well it ain't gonna do nothing for you." Yeah, see, so I mean, that's you an, know? that's an so integrity that's, problem. I'm I'm assuming you know that's an they're every not trans, they're not transparent with their clients. You know, I've met with a couple of them, man, and these dudes seem to have their stuff down packed. And we, you know, we got into the conversation about the whole like integrity thing of it. And, you know, they were like, yeah, that's true. You know, there's people out there. And they said it to me. They was like, and I'm sure there's people who do S&P and you have someone who comes in with a whole head of scalp psoriasis. And they're like, oh, yeah, no worry. We can do it. It'll probably take three, oh. four sessions. And next thing you know, oh. the, 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 you know, the, the pigment is gone. So I told him, I was like, you know, I believe yeah. you. And he's like, you know, in every industry, you got that 10 percent. So, you know, what? I was like, you know, what? yeah, for I, sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, we got a good. Definitely got a good point. Right. Uh, but man, I just, I, there's so many different options, man. And you agree with them you all? Know? The only one you're having a little time with, uh, a rough time with, is just with the uh, with the hair transplants. You know, uh, well, when not, it's done you're not right, having a rough time with it, right? Got you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I just don't like when they tell a guy it's totally bald that, yeah, they're going to give him a transplant. It's, you know what I mean? Just be real. Look, this is not for you. It's not going to work. Right, so some transparency. So if you had a friend yeah, or man. family member um, that's experiencing hair loss, what what route would you more or less send them down? Uh, for the most part, I mean, micropigmentation. Um, but again, you know, I there's plenty of people that have a lot of hair and they want to keep it. So a hair transplant with SMP I think is, and it depends, like, you know, you can tell, all right, this guy's going to be totally bald in 10 years. There's no reason to get the transplant. It's just not going to work. Gotcha. But all right, your hair is just thin. You pretty much can tell he's never going to go bald. He's just got some thinning hair. Transplant can work for him. And then along with SMP, uh, creating the, the proper hairline before he gets the transplant, you know, uh, and it's going to make the transplant look even more dense on top of that. I think that looks amazing, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. It'll give them like that full, complete hair loss, you know, solution. Or even guys that just, they're just not ready to get the bald head. That's just not what they want. Uh, dude, the units look amazing. The units? They're, they're literally undetectable. 
Well, again, when done by the right, when done, barber, when done correctly, exactly. 100%, every yeah. you know everything when done correctly, yeah. you know it looks good. Um, yeah, the units are crazy now, man. And a lot of people don't realize that the units been out for like thirty years, but it's just the technology now on them. Again, with a good barber, like it, it's crazy. Like people, yeah, just, it's so you you it's so undetectable. It's crazy. And you know what? You get a yeah. lot of you got a lot of art, a lot of SMP artists that they try to uh you know they hate on the units and i don't know you know the other day i i kind of i kind of went on a little rant and i was like you know what this is not me but i was just like i'm so tired of dudes saying oh stop putting glue on your head and blah 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 it's like dude not everybody wants their head bald like some people really enjoy the look like so why are you in the hair loss industry but you're downplaying another solution for real, man, it's there's something out. I, everything has its place. I, I I agree with you. SMP is a great alternative, but if you don't want to rock a Caesar looking haircut, then guess what? Yeah, it's not for you. Like, let the man be. All right. So, check it, bro. I I know you are a um, you're a married man, correct? Yes. But I got a question for you, bro. Would you? <laughs> Would you? This is pre pre uh pre married uh Mr. Taylor Perry days. All right. Would okay. you date a woman who wore uh, a weave, uh, a hair unit, or had the scalp micropigmentation done? Yeah, of course, man. It doesn't matter. Why does it not matter? Because it makes you look better. Makes you look better. So, it, regardless of what she has, if she's wearing a wig, if she's wearing a, a hair unit, or if she got scalp micropigmentation, right? She's confident. That's if, all you if, if it made me attracted to her, then that means I like it too. See, there you go, ladies. All right. So you, you know, know what I, so if there's ladies out there that are scared of this too, you see, you got a stud like Taylor Perry, no, man. You he'll take it down. <laughs> well, it, well, not now, not now, because he's married. But just know, you know. 10, 15 years ago, he would have took it down. So you good. <laughs> Yo, man, it's all about just making yourself feel good, man. I agree. I say the same thing. I'm like, listen, if you feel good, then that's all that matters. Just like I you tell you. You know, one of, the, one of the things, too, it's like, uh, you know, there's like women get the microblading, you know, uh, women wear a lot of makeup. Nowadays, men are getting units, the SNP, you know, they're doing the, the beard enhancements. Like, dude, it just makes you look good. Uh, whatever makes you feel better. That's the whole point of this, you know? Absolutely. Is, uh, nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, who wants to, who wants to look, who, who does not want to feel good? Brother, you hit it right on the nose, man. I can't put it any better. I, I, I preach the same words as you. And, you know, like you, you said about the makeup, you know, I got a buddy of mine down south and, you know, he was telling me he's been having men come in frequently and ask him about like, yo, can you put some makeup on? Like these are men that are getting ready, you know, before they go, you know, get married or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he asked me, he was like, yo, what do you think about that, Dave? And I, I answered it so quick. I was just like, dude. Are they walking out of there looking great, feeling great? And he's yeah. like, hell yeah. I was like, dude, so then that's all that matters. You did your job. That's what you're there yeah. for. You're you're there to make, you're enhancing their appearance and boosting their confidence. It doesn't matter what the hell I think. It matters what nah, the client man. feels. It's it's whatever, whatever makes you feel good about yourself. 
in the cosmetic world, man, there's in the, in this day and age, there's nothing wrong with anything, you know. Uh, yeah, I hear you. I agree with you, my brother. Um, so check this out, Taylor. I want you to let everybody know where they can find you. Let them know where's your Instagram or your Instagram handle. If you got a Facebook okay. your website, uh, give them the address. Let them know what it is exactly that you specialize in, so that they can come check you out if they need to get a fixing. One hundred percent. So I specialize in micropigmentation, scalp micropigmentation, and uh, my IG is Taylor Perry, T A Y L O R, not Tyler Perry. I get tagged Tyler Perry every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Taylor Perry. Tyler. And then uh, my website is taylor-perry.com. Excellent. Taylor, my brother, I appreciate you again taking out some time from your busy schedule to chop it up with me a little bit. Nah, man. It was a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, my brother. All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into the Scalp Solutions podcast. Until the next time. Peace.